episode 273 of Aussie Tell Us All. Welcome back, John. Back on the podcast tonight. Let's do this. Let's do this like Brutus. All right. Well, GU had their first quote-unquote game last night. Or sorry, on Sunday. Well, they against yesterday. Eastern Oregon exhibition game. Um, with a dominant uh, win of 115-62, what were your thoughts on the first time seeing the Zags in action this season? Uh, they looked fast. Yeah, they looked fast. They were going after the ball. Uh, they were trying to steal the ball. Hickman looked awesome. Yeah, um, Julian looked awesome. Mm-hmm. They looked great. They're ready to go. Yeah, Chet. Everyone looked really good. Yeah, even Drew had ten points and three blocks in his limited action he had. So yeah, his, yeah, his he, defense looked awesome. Yeah. That's against a slower, not yeah. as tall opponent, but still, still, still. I mean, our team looks really good, even though we're playing against a bad team. But still, they look pretty good right now. We're not being around each other for that much long, that longer, you know. But um, Julian Strother looked really smooth, and is going to be a problem this year with a game high at 18 points and a game high nine boards. What are your thoughts on his on his game? Yeah, I just think he's gonna he's gonna fit that Corey role. Um, yeah. Have those side shots. And I don't even know if they're going to – I hope they start him because they think he can fit right in that three pretty good. Oh, yeah. And then you have a tall lineup with him and Chet and Timmy along yeah. with uh, with Nimhard and uh, Bowler. They would have pretty good lineup there. Well, yeah, I think, I think we I saw last have... I think you saw Sunday will be what they're going to hear what we're out with start the year. I think it will be Nimhard, Bolton, uh, Julian, Chet, and Timmy. Yeah, and Hunter coming off the bench, which is yep. crazy. Yeah, you have like our top recruit ever <laughs> before Chet joined, our, coming off the bench. Well, yeah, no, Chet, Chet starting. Chet starting. He's number one, but yeah. Yeah, I'm um, just saying before Chet, oh, to Gonzaga, Hunter, Hunter Silas was our yeah. top recruit. Oh, yeah. for like like a week, I think. Yeah, like two days. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, and uh, don't forget about Chet Holmgren, who poured in. 17 points, five, six shooting, including a dead center three. What did you think of his game as well? His, his debut. Just looks smooth. Yeah. You kind of forget about him with everything else going on. Sure. Um, yeah. He looks, yeah, he's going to be legit this year. And they mm-hmm. don't even get that, they didn't even get that many minutes. I mean, they went to the bench pretty early in the second half. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they, and you see his, the, yeah, go ahead. Oh, just they let the walk-ons play a little bit and let the bottom yeah. guys play a little bit. Yeah. So it's, Early in that first half, that that long full court pass from Chet was awesome. That that play by Chet. Yeah, it's just yeah they're already playing pretty good. You can yeah. see like, and you can't forget about Perry either. Like that guy looked great in the craziness of the kennel, and he comes out and just looks incredibly yeah. good. Um, you, you keep seeing last night, but like a week ago at this point, it wasn't last. Well, what was that well, Friday? It was, on, it was on Sunday. It was Sunday? Okay. That's my next point. I was going to say, uh, freshman Kaden Perry, com- 12 points off the bench, including one one nice dunk. Thoughts on his his, his debut as well? Yeah, but, Perry. yeah. Again, Eastern Oregon, that's not really what we're going to compare him to. But right, right. Just the start of it, they look great. They're, I mean, they look fast. They're, they want to yeah. run, which is Mark, it's been Mark Few's team for the last few years. So just yeah. get the ball run, get the ball run. Yeah, and that's how these. That's how they average eighty-five points a game, and you'll see they're going to average eighty-five to eighty-eight points again this year. 
because they have some shooters. They're going to go to the hoop. Yeah. Um, you saw you saw Hunter like fake a a three point, got the guy in the air, and just drove on him and dunked it. So mm-hmm. yeah, they they look great. They're going to run it. They're going to. I like that they tap the ball. I mean, yeah. When a guy's just sitting there dribbling it, they're not like standing back playing defense. They're going after that ball. They're trying to yeah. cause turnovers, which is awesome to see too. So, mm-hmm. and if you get, if you if this team can turn the ball over, it's easy points because they're running. Exactly. I think, I think this is Mark Hughes' uh, team the last couple of years. Uh, get the ball, steal it, whatever, and run. Yeah. Go. In my in my opinion, I think that Perry and um, oh, uh, the kid we got. High school, high school last year because oh, it's been great. great. We'll split five to ten minutes a game, depending who who we play. So I think they'll split their they'll split the time there, and then they'll be a, a beast for next year. I think for both those guys next year. Um, it's a develop- sure. yeah, definitely a development year for Perry. Um, I think he'll get less minutes because he's the fourth big or be fifth big coming off the bench or come yeah. in the rotation, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think Greg might get a couple. I mean, I think he might get ten to fifteen minutes a game. Wow. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Because we'll he's a because he's a he's a big guy that can shoot the ball. That's true. That's a, that's there. that's true. That's the lost art. Yeah. Yeah. He can he can shoot from yeah. three pointers. That's the reason I recruited him was for his three point shooting. That's true. So if yeah. you, and again, you want to see him get more minutes because next year you're not going to have Timmy. You're not going to have Chet. Uh, so you'll probably have Watson and Greg, and then Perry yeah. coming off the bench. So exactly. you want to get Greg some minutes and he showed last year. I mean, few used him in the tournament. So yeah, you, he, I think few trust him. I, I think he might get quite a bit of minutes. I think you might be surprised. All right. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, now both Nemhard and Hunter Salas both had 11 points on Andrew and Andrew had uh, four steals and finally Nolan Hickman didn't play that much, but he led his eyes with four assists. Your thoughts on those three guys performances on Sunday. So I was trying to look at the guys that aren't going to play as much because I kind of know what Andrew's going to do. I kind of know what some of these other guys are going to do. So I was watching get kids like um, Hickman. I'm really kind of – yeah. the more and more I watch of him, the more and more I like him. Oh, yeah. He's and, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, if he can just – I mean, if he can shoot 40%. 40 is a pretty big number, but I'm 37 38% <laughs> yeah. from three-pointers. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, this kid's going to be good because he can pass the ball really well. He's, he, I mean, that's what he was attacking. He was playing great defense. Um, he was doing awesome. He was doing everything. And yeah, if he doesn't show too much this year, hopefully he'll come back next year, and then he'll be the starting point guard next year. I'm oh, pretty, he'll be back next year for sure. He's like a three-year, pretty stacked. Like a three, two or three-year guy. Yeah, um, I see some mock drafts had him in the first round already. So really, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, of course you can't take too much out of a game against Eastern Oregon, but um, what did you l- l- learn from the first time out from seeing the Zags play on Sunday? They looked, I mean, when they played the scrimmage at the kennel, they looked, it right. was a bit of competition for them. For sure. Each other. So um, yeah. I saw like they were playing, that was a stronger game than their day. I just, it's fun watching them going against somebody else. Oh, yeah. For sure. You have one team to root for. The craziness in Kennel, you're rooting for both teams. You're just kind of, yeah. You're kind of rooting for every guy in the court. So every offense, you're hoping they do something. Every defense, you know, you're kind of hoping they kind of show something. Yeah. So you don't know, you really don't know who's good or who's bad, right? Right. And this one kind of showed, I like that they were kind of, my biggest thing, I keep saying over and over again, but like 
I just saw that they were going after the ball. They're playing tough defense. They were they were guarding face guarding, mm-hmm. even they're four or five feet out from the three point line from the. So they weren't like they weren't sitting back and and just kind of guarding the guy. I mean, they were in the guy's face. Yeah, and that's that's a defense. That's kind of a new defense. Just the last couple of years, of that like last two three years, they've been kind of playing that tough defense. There's no more of the days of them uh, teams shooting threes on us and getting themselves back in games anymore. That's not yeah. Yeah, and we're um, too deep now. Where if you're not going to play good defense, you're going to get benched, and somebody else is going to come in. <laughs> so you're competing exactly. like on both sides of the floor for your minutes. Yeah, Mark has a short leash net nowadays. You know. Yeah, which you can do that now. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, even though we are very talented, is there anything that you think that that we can actually improve on? For me, for me, it's probably the free throw shooting is probably the best thing we can improve on. Free throw. Did our... you have the numbers from? Um, um, the... They didn't have them available. Okay, it's game enforcement, I, so I didn't see the And that wasn't something I remembered, so I don't remember. But yeah, it seems like Gonzaga always kind of starts off slow in the free throw line, so you're correct. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try to see what they. Uh, yeah, but they, they kind of do get better throughout the year. It seems like yeah, people start complaining, they get all better. Like right. last year, they averaged seventy-two percent as a team. That's not bad. No, that's pretty good. 70, okay, seventy-two percent is probably about average in the turn the the issue is they lost their 88 percent shooter in Corey Kispert right they lost their best free throw shooter and uh Julian was 76 percent and uh Joel and IE was 78 percent so they probably lost their best free throw shooters last year yeah so yeah we'll see how that works new crop yeah 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 um and now I have a couple things Exactly. Did you have the numbers on their three-point shooting last night? Uh, no, uh, because it's a, because it the game didn't the game didn't have like count. They don't have, didn't have uh-huh. on ESPN. So okay, I, the uh, the the GU because I saw a comment article that I saw the, the, all the stats on. So that I so, read but they just counted points. They didn't count percentage of shooting percentage. Yeah, yeah, they just had some some key points, some, some key pointers, and that's pretty much it. So yeah, so I, I kind of that's kind of. What, it, it didn't stand out to me because we won by like 60 points. It didn't really stand out <laughs> to me about the three point percentage or the three point shooting. But that's something we're going to have to watch because you're right. Yeah. It's been an issue they've had in the past of so starting out slow and then kind of getting yeah. better throughout the season. That's good. At least you, you make a moment that counts though in March. So that's pretty much yeah. what you mean. They kind of they seem to click in and did pretty good in March. Yeah. So. Now we have a few questions from my friend Joe again. So again, apologize in advance. For a couple of these, but no, don't apologize. <laughs> don't apologize. I love Joe. <laughs> All right, so um, Chet Holmgren, uh, what do you think of his shooting stroke? Is it beautiful, or what do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> I think it looks nice, but he has no one trying to like last game. He had no one trying to block him. Right, well, so no it's a little different him. than yeah. if you and I try to go out there and try to shoot. We're trying to like avoid blocks and stuff. Like right. you can kind of put up whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. It looks funky because I, I don't know. He, yeah, it is. That's a good question because it's a different style, right? Because he's almost shooting like straight on. He's not yeah. shooting these like high arc three point shots because right. he doesn't have to, or he's not shooting this like you know this the J jumper. He's kind of just kind of shooting straight because his arms are so long and his reach is so long. He can just kind of shoot it straight in. Yep. Um. Oh. Paul Chet, um, he also says, uh, 
do you think that he may hold on to the ball too long? Question mark. I don't think so, but that's his question. I'll have to wait and see. Um, yeah. The, clearly, you can get away with stuff like that in high school. I know he's talking about in high school when you're the man, you're you know, after yeah. 25 points, whatever. You're kind of you're trying to put stuff and do it yourself. In the college, he might not be able to do that as much. Yeah. This isn't a game. This is basically him playing against high school. No, these guys are better than high school players. I'll say that. Right. But. They're they're college. Yeah, for sure. But um, we can kind of get away with some of that stuff. We'll see what happens when he's playing against Texas or something. Come back to that question. That's a good okay. question. Yeah, it is. Um, now, I haven't seen this at all myself, though. So he asked this, but he says, uh, did you watch the Mark View DUI video? And if you did, what what do you think of, of what, what you saw? I did watch it. In the words of a good friend of mine, Matt, Yeah, it looks like a drunk guy getting, <laughs> getting a DUI. So. Yeah. And I don't know if I watched the full video because I was listening to some commentary on it earlier. And okay. Somebody was talking about how they the cop was trying to let him go and telling him that he wasn't going to arrest him. But oh, the, okay. the video I watched, it looked like he got arrested pretty quickly. So I don't know. Maybe I didn't watch the full thing. Who knows? Um, all right. Back to better, better times. Um, um, now, what are your favorite, your top three musty games this year for, for G games also from Joe? Well, the, the my game that I'm looking forward to because the their first true, yeah, the fruit first true competition would be the Texas game, right? And it might be their toughest competition because Texas looks pretty good. We'll go. I guess we'll go into Texas how good they are in the next five. Right. We'll kind of break their team down, uh, oh. but they look good, and then. The UCLA, I know UCLA's technically ranked higher. <laughs> well, I know, like everywhere I see it, UCLA is like second. I just, I yeah. don't. Well, uh, Texas, yeah. the more film I watch on Texas, Texas looks really good this year. Sure. And, I, and, and, they're, yeah. and it's the first, like, I think this might be the highest ranked opponent to come into. It is. Um, McCarthy Stadium. Okay, so yeah, that'd be kind of cool to see the fans back there and cheering them on and all that. That'd yeah. be awesome. That's going to be awesome to see. Yeah, for me, top three for me easily is Texas, Duke, UCLA, easily. Um, and also, as a fourth one, just as a as toss it in there, is the return of the Battle of the Seattle game against Alabama also, the good team there as well, on the side of the state also. So that's cool to see them as well. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello, John. Oh, I'm sorry. I kind of lost you there. Yeah, and I, I lost you too. So okay. um, I was just saying that for me as a – so I was saying um, I was saying Texas, Duke, UCLA is my top three games. But also the I want to see is also the return of the game over on the west side of the state in Seattle to see against the tide of Alabama also. So your, your four top teams that you want to see are the – four ranked teams are going to play this year. Well, yeah. The the best games of the year, I think, for Gonzaga are those, or yeah. those four teams. Those are, the, those are the four top teams, so that's kind of easy. But but plus, if, the game... If you want to go, so let's go. So here we go. I'm, I'm going to go off of it for a little bit. Let's get away from the four top okay. teams, right? Because everyone's going to say those ones. Everyone's going to say Duke. Everyone's going to say UCLA and Texas. And then right. Alabama. A big one would be Washington. Oh, yeah, for we'll sure. we get that rivalry going. 
So let's go over there and just smack them. I mean, let's just win 100 points. You know, let's win 200 to 2. I don't care. Yeah. So that's going to be a tough game. Not a tough mm-hmm. game, but a fun game to oh. watch. Right. The Texas Tech game is going to be a good game. Oh, yeah. I like that one on CBS. Yeah. That's yeah, because Texas Tech is actually on Kim Palm is ranked pretty high. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. I haven't jumped into them. I'll get more into them in December. But Right. So maybe those two games. Beat the them. Game, of course. And the third game. Let's yeah. go Dixie State because it's the first Woo! game to play this year. So let's just go with them. All right, all right. So those are my those are my top three games, I guess. Okay, Dixie State, Texas Tech, and uh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> all right. Now, um, now Gonzaga is twelve and one against this team uh, since World War Two. Gonzaga has never lost at home to this team. They play against this. Then the share your name that team. You think who he's referring to? So they they're twelve and one against them and they, since yep. since world since World War Two and and we have never lost a home to them at all. They play against us this year. Is that is that Washington? It's Washington Huskies. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and see, what are your thoughts about people? Okay. All right. He also asked again. I apologize. Um, so he, he asked, "What are your thoughts when people say?" Chet Holmgren is the living embodiment of if he if he would not be good at basketball if he was not tall. Holmgren's bones are going going to break when he plays real competition, like when he plays Duke. Holmgren chose Gonzaga so he can play majority weak teams. Holmgren has a weak mentality like Suggs. Um, what do you think about that? <laughs> I don't... That was a lot of questions. What was the gif of the question? Um, why, I think you just said you said a couple statements in there. Basically, he's saying people that your thoughts on people saying that Chet Holmgren is a weak because he's playing at Gonzaga and he plays against bad teams and he'll 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 break down against like the bigger teams and so forth and so forth. Basically, we'll see. Well, I guess we'll see if he. I mean, if he's not playing very good, we have players. Behind. I mean, Chet Holmgren. This team's a national championship team even without Chet Holmgren. Chet Holmgren right. is like a cherry on top. Yeah. So if something happens, I'm not going to wish injury on anybody. No. Um, even if he, but it, I don't, that's a, it's kind of a, I understand what he's saying because the guy's pretty thin, right? We kind of, yeah. we all see that. We kind of all know that. Yeah. But he's not going to go down the post and bang around. Like that's what Timmy's going to do. He's yeah. going to stand up tall. He's going to block shots when guys go into the rim. He's not going to, he's not going to need to face our biggest guy or anything right and he's gonna, he's gonna shoot three he's gonna shoot his jumper and if he and the guy guards him pretty tough he's gonna dribble past him yeah you don't need to be he's i mean you even saw that in, la, in the in the preseason game he got the rebound dribbled it up and took it to the rim you know he yeah he doesn't he's not gonna go and bang down low and do a bunch of stuff right if he gets hurt that's that sucks but i'm not gonna yeah. wish that on him or say it's gonna happen i mean he's been playing no, no, that hasn't happened yet and he's been playing like Pablo and all those guys. Playing you know? top competition, playing yeah. top competition AAU, plays yeah. top competition. I mean, that team he played on high school traveled. They played they were the awesome, best yeah. teams. Yeah, they played the best teams in the country. Yeah. So just all to right. say, when he plays somebody like Duke, well, Duke has a freshman too. Yeah. That he's probably going to play against, that they've played against before, against each other. Banchero, yeah. Paul yeah, Banchero. so they're, I don't know. It's, well, yeah, it's, they people just love to hate on Gonzaga when they can. So I'm guessing he's not a Gonzaga fan. Well, people he hears that aren't G fans say that stuff to him. Oh. I guess. 
Yeah, yeah, he's that's a, just, just Gonzaga. Hey, welcome yeah, to Northwest. We have yeah, he's a, he's a GU and WC yeah. fan, so yeah. It's All like right. everyone that says we don't play tough competitions, and then you start breaking down because the the WCC is going to be good this year. Mark my oh, words yeah. on they're going to be good this year. And they're playing tough not, competition. Not heavy. They're, they're sure. not playing cupcakes anymore. They're playing cup. So we'll see how they, yeah, how their non-conference works out. But yeah, I I think this is going to be a, a better conference than even last year. I didn't think last year was too bad. Yeah. Um, and also, it's just a statement what he said, but he also says, uh, imagine taking this stance in other college sports solely based because of conference affiliation and not because of accomplishments off on the field or off, whatever. So Gonzaga would, would, would go, go to the NIT in men's basketball, if that's what it was, based on their conference. Cal State Fullerton um, would be shut out of the College World Series. They're a par- powerful world college team. Um, and finally, North Dakota State would be out of the Frozen Four. Your thoughts on just that thinking as well? Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. That's well, we, true. good thing we good thing we don't do that. Exactly, exactly. Good thing we we play games. If their team is so good, whoever this person is talking about, if their team's yeah. so good, come play us in the tournament. Then, yeah, exactly. make it to the tournament and play us. Play us, yeah. Because um, that's that's the only way. If that's what your issue is, like I, I know a bunch of San Diego State, or was it was that threat that San Diego University? Oh, SDSU, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess they were trash talking, but they always tra- they trash talk everybody. Not just yeah. everybody. Come play us, man. Come, we're not scared of you. Well, you lost to freaking Central Michigan, dude. So start talking to us. I mean, it's ridiculous, <laughs> but but anyways. Um, now also he asked. Now Gonzaga is ranked number one in the in the poll again. Um, but can the Bulldog shed the underachiever? <laughs> I don't, when you're rank one, I don't think you're going to be an underachiever. You can only think, go down from there. I think he means like win, win it all, I think, is what, is what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, that's that's tough. I don't, yeah. That's what I don't, I don't really like the number one ranking. I like it when they, yeah. you know, get it. You get like a twenty seed or a twenty rank or something like that. And you get twenty rank, because oh. you now you just have the target on every on your back, and every team oh. gonna come after you. I mean, this it's is gonna be time though, so it's really it has been. And they've done a great job. I'm not gonna say anything against Mark Few and his teams. They've done a great job. The, the it's just it makes it tougher because every team's coming after you. I mean, even Washington wants to beat you because. Yeah. They want to beat that number one. You know, that's something they can tell their grandchildren. We beat the number one that year, right? Yeah. So they, it's you can only go down from there. To say you're going to make the, the you're going to make it win the national championship game. A lot has to go right. You have to get lucky. A lot has to go right in the tournament yeah. because it's it's, it's so good. tough and good. And it, the team's yeah, all good to, there. Yeah, you have to have, have good calls too. You know, go your way also. So it's a it's it's very rare that even like number one. Ranked teams go to like the final four. That's I know, where it really it, doesn't happen. Yeah, so. it's rare. But you know, I, th- I think we'll, we'll do it this year. I think we'll, we'll get it done. But um, yeah, there's two more of them. We'll get into other stuff. Then we'll head on out to food corner to end it. Um, now, Mark Few has produced ten different All Americans in his time at Gonzaga. Um, now there's Dan Dickel, Blake Stepp, Adam Morrison, Kelly, Kelly Olnick, uh, Kyle Wilcher, Williams, Nigel Goss, Pachamura. Suggs, Kispert, Timmy. Who's your favorite player of all, of all those guys? <laughs> it's, hard, it's a hard one. but That's a hard one. When you're trying to compete, guys, you can say that. That's the, you know, the long 
term questions, just like who, what's the best Gonzaga team out there? Right. Um, I guess maybe that's the the Adam Morrison year because that one was like yeah. The yeah. whole publicity of it, right? It's like the that kind of mm-hmm. just put us on the map. Like everyone knew who Gonzaga was, everyone right. knew who Adam Morrison was. We're on the yeah. ESPN covers. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dan Dick, I was on ESPN cover too. I remember that, but yeah, it was like yeah. that first time where like you were like box scoring, checking like how many points. It wasn't just like you had to win this game. It's like, can Adam Morrison get to thirty points tonight? Can he get to thirty points? What can he right. do? So it's like it was like a game instead of a game. You're kind of watching. Yeah. I agree with you there. My favorite, my favorite player of all those guys is Adam Morrison. But um, beyond that, though, beyond that is Dan Dickel's my number two guy for sure. Is Dan Dickel, all, all those guys. Dan, but... Yeah, you got Dan Dickel's because we were in high school back then. Yep. Yeah. We love watching him. And then, the, you know, everyone grew their hair out to be like Dan Dickel. <laughs> it was yeah. like the whole thing to do. So, and it was fun because, I mean, he was just, he was, a, he was like a Seth Curry before the Seth Curry came along. He was shooting those three pointers from way out there. Mm hmm. Yeah. So it was. Yeah, that was. No, I, I can't. You can't go wrong there. Well, you can't go wrong with any answers. Exactly. Um, and lastly, for uh, for his GU stuff, Joe at says, Fan Bo Zhang is a six foot nine, one ninety pound forward, who recently debuted from Gonzaga to go to the G League to sign with the NBA. Now, your thoughts on, on that move by him doing that? It's probably a smart move. You know, you're competing with minutes yeah. on the GU's team. Oh, yeah. In this sure. way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't – I'll be honest. I didn't watch a lot of tape on him because yeah. he was looking for, like, China or Japan or something. Yeah, China, yeah. yeah. So, if he gets to go get paid right now, he gets yeah. to go make some coin, and he doesn't have to go play on a pretty stacked team. That he yeah. might not even – I don't know how much minutes he would have got on this team right now. Right. It probably was a smart move for him. I mean, maybe if Chad didn't commit, maybe he'd come in then. But good for him. Yeah, I'm exactly. not going to tell. I'm not going to. I'm not going to go after anybody for going to go get paid. That's not my. Yeah, if that's, that's if that's what he thought they were going to do. Yeah, exactly. All right, I have four NBA things. One for me, two for me. Actually, one for me and two from one for Matt and then two from Joe. So, what do you get? What do you get, Ryan? This so he can answer some of these NBA questions. Where's Ryan at? He's at home, I guess. He'll 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 come on tomorrow and do this. We home. should we Watch should uh, oh he's coming on tomorrow. Eleven o'clock in the morning, yeah. Okay. Tell him that we'll have to get the new Ryan on there if he gets you know. <laughs> <laughs> or the old Ryan, I mean. Isn't he the old Ryan? Get the new no, Ryan. He's the new Ryan. And oh, okay. He's old Ryan then. Get old Ryan back on the podcast. <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> That's right. All right. This is There's for competition me. here. Hey. We're, we're, we're deep just like Gonzaga is. If you're not going to show up, <laughs> we're going to put somebody else in the game. Exactly, exactly. This is from me here. Uh, so what are your what's your take on the whole Ben Simmons saga down in Philadelphia this year? <laughs> How about you tell me what the Ben Simmons saga is, and then we'll go from well, there. Do you not get vaccinated or something? Well, no, no, no. It's not that. That That's, that's Kyrie Irving who's doing that. But Ben Simmons – um, but the whole, whole summer was pretty much not talking to the to the team actually because he wants to get to to go somewhere else because they don't really like, like him there anymore. So then, after a while, um, they bring him in. He he says, "Okay, I'll, I'll play for you." Blah blah blah. And then they say um, he has a back issue, a little quote back issue. So he can't <laughs> play the first game of the season. And then the next day he comes in on the off day 
and um, he says that he wants to play, but right now he has to work on his mental health right now, so he can't play because of his mental health, um, which means, aka, he wants to play for a different team. Get me out of this, you know. So that's where we are right now. So basically, we're sitting sitting at it where the team wants to play, but he doesn't want to play because he wants to get out. So that's where we are. So. Well, there's a lot of drama. Is it because he's not getting paid enough? Oh, no, it's no. The, it's, what's the back, backstory? Because the fans hate Ben Simmons. He, he's a diva, and he wants to, and he's not playing too well um, when it matters. So he just wants to leave out, leave, and not, you know, he wants to leave. Oh, because where, what? Where is he from? What team does he play for? Sixers. Oh, Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he should leave. Um, yeah, because <laughs> the fans are probably awful. Is that the? Is that the city that booed Santa Claus? They're the, they, boo, they booed Santa Claus. They booed Urban when, Urban when, when he was injured with the Cowboys back in the day. So, yeah, they're not great great fans, actually, no. Yeah, yeah didn't they boo? I think I will. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, get him out of here. Yeah, if he wants yeah. to leave, leave. Exactly. Well, he, Don't play for a team of fans that want you there. Well, then it, get, it gets worse when um, the GM of the team, Daryl Morey, says that this could be a five-year process to get an out of Philadelphia. So it's like, oh, it's just a long haul for those guys. But uh, I digress. Now, this is from did, you just a, a, did you just sign a contract or something? Um, he did recently, yeah. A new oh. contract. But, uh, it's a five-year contract? I think so, yeah. Oh, there yeah. you go. They're <laughs> so they're not planning on trading them then. That's what they're saying. But they're saying, well, basically, just going to wait until your contract runs out. Well, the thing is, they're asking too much for Ben Simmons. They're not going to get what they they want from my team, the Blazers. Mm -hmm. They want they want to trade him to 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 Portland for uh, for for uh, two first round picks and Dame Dame Lillard, and that's not going to happen. So, sorry, not going to happen. Anyways, I I digress. Now this is from Matt. Um, He says, "Are the Bulls and Warriors for real?" And he goes. We're a flash in the pan. He goes, I say for real. Your thoughts on the Bulls and the Warriors right now. Okay, so we're going to make this fun from now yeah. on with the NBA questions. Because I know nothing about NBA. Oh, okay. Besides okay. my besides my box checking on, like, Suggs and stuff like that. Yeah. So you're going to ask a question, and then I'm just going to, with my zero knowledge, <laughs> I'm going to answer it. So okay. you said what teams? You said the Bulls and what now? And the Warriors. Are they for real? The Warriors? Yeah. I'm going to go... Bulls, yes, they're real. This team's coming okay. back. They're going to be not as good as the 90s Bulls with MJ, but pretty close. Gas. Um, I think they're going to go pretty far in, into the playoffs, maybe um, take it to game seven before the finals and lose out in game seven in the semifinals. Okay. To, let's say, 76ers, because that's the name you just said out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and I say... The Warriors are not going to do good this year. I say okay. they're going to go on a pretty good win streak in this beginning of the year. Okay. Then somebody's going to get hurt. Um, one of their top players is going to get hurt, and they're going to fall off. Okay. And they will barely squeak in maybe the 7-8 seed, and they'll lose it in um, four games. I love it. To Lakers, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love this. I love this so much. I love this. All right, and also, okay, so this is from Joe. Okay. He says, Carmelo Anthony, um, who played with Kenyon Martin on the Nuggets and Knicks back in the day, last night he shared the floor with Kenyon Martin Jr. Is that cool sports moment or what? That's cool. Actually, um, 
I'll answer this question in a second, but I did notice, I forgot what team it was, but I was, again, sports checking, uh, box yeah. checking, whatever, for my Gonzaga team. And sure. I did notice uh, Gary Bell Jr. was on a team. I forgot what team it was on. Gary Payton Jr., you mean? Yeah, Gary Payton Jr. was playing on some sort of team. I was like, yes, okay, that's yes, crazy. Yeah. The yes, Lakers? Yes. Was that the um, team? I don't know what team he's on, but I know I saw him I certainly though. I saw him summer league play. So yeah. Yeah, he's I saw his name. I was like, yeah. So that already makes me feel old. I'm like, okay. <laughs> that makes okay, so I'm there. We're we're that age now. Yeah. Where yeah. our players and now had kit that we watched and we like idolized, right? We had posters of Gary Bell or Gary Bell. Why do I keep saying that? I'm this on Sega sure. Yeah. Gary Payton. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the guy I used to watch all the time. I used to love was Gary Payton. Yeah. And then, like, you know, trash talk like him on the court and things like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, now you can see his son's playing. So, that's crazy. Yeah. So, we, it just makes me feel old. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of cool to see that. I don't know how good. What what, what was the guy's name you said? Kenyon Martin Jr. Jr. Yeah. Kenyon Martin. Oh, I do remember Kenyon Martin. Okay. He was he a bad for, boy right there. Played Batman. for Denver and played for New Jersey. Played for the Nets, yeah. And then he, like, got in trouble and went to Japan or something. Yeah. 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 No, a good player. I love like, oh, And yeah. How come all these NBA players are name their kids like their name in junior? Or just make them so – Because then Sean Camp is the same thing. Legacy. Legacy, I think. <laughs> Keep it going. I'm so yeah. great. This kid yeah. needs to be named after me. Exactly. Exactly. Um, right. It just makes us feel old, I guess. I don't feel like I'm that old until I start seeing – Kids other players. I well, Griffey's kid was, you know, he's 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 out there playing stuff, you know. But is he playing the majors or he's just playing? No, he. I think he found out actually. Found out and found out in the NFL or something like that. So. Oh, he made the NFL. He did for a short time, then he didn't. As it came back, I don't think. That's pretty good. Okay, no, that's awesome. Good for you. It is. It is. Um, I didn't hear about that. Okay, awesome. Yeah, but now I'm not sure if you heard this or not, but Griffey Jr. Um, is actually. Um, now part owner of the M's now, so that's cool. I did see that as as of last week, actually. So that's yeah, cool. yeah, that's a yeah. yeah, that's good. That's cool. Yeah, it doesn't do and, anything, uh, but it allows somebody like to be. Well, he'll have hopefully some, he'll some say in the meeting to get. Yeah, exactly. All right, and our last NBA question before we, before we dig into the uh, Dixie State uh, game plan is. <laughs> Lamelo Ball already has as many thirty-point games as he did last season. Can he twenty-eight points a season? Do you think for the Hornets of Charlotte? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, can, I can see that. Twenty. You say at least twenty. Twenty-eight. Oh, twenty is a lot. I think it's like twenty. <laughs> oh, I was 20, like, I know yeah. twenty. <laughs> yeah, twenty-eight on a bad team. It's it's doable. Well, now you're just now you hint, stop hinting stuff to me. I gotta make this up. No, <laughs> um, teams teams start cracking down on that kind of stuff, and they'll start yeah. shutting guys down. No, I I say he uh, he gets pretty close. To that. I'd say 26, 27, but I don't think he goes okay, over. but not twenty eight, but close, but close, close. Yeah, all right. He has a good season, but all right. Um, as we discussed earlier in the day, privately, um, so you went you, you dug deep, or you dug at least a little bit. On Dixie State, we play in next week for the opener of the of the season. So, what are your thoughts um, for that team coming up? Well, I think this is going to be a tough, close game. Okay, I think it's okay. going to come down to the last minute, uh-huh. and Gonzaga's yeah. going to have to shoot a three to win it. <laughs> Maybe go to overtime and have to do it. Okay. I don't know. Sarcastic. No, it's it's going to be it's going to be a blowout. They have yeah, they do have their returning 
scores from their top four scores from last year. But they're a small team. Yeah. They're they're guys that get mid I mean their main shooter at um Cameron. Mm-hmm. He averages thirteen points. Okay. I'll give okay. also give you guys numbers because you guys aren't gonna remember this. Number three. So if you see number three, yeah. He's a short guard, he's five foot eleven. Oof. So that's yeah. We don't I don't think we have anybody in our starting lineups gonna be shorter than six three, right? Right. That's correct. So he's gonna be a shorter guard and I think they're big guys six eight. Whoa. And when we're throwing a six Power forward. Ten, six right. eleven, seven foot guy. Yep. Even even if Julian starts, he's six seven. Yep. So there's just yeah, it's not gonna it's, it's another it's yeah. another warm up game. It's gonna be ugly. We're gonna win by fifty, but we're gonna to see we're gonna see some of the bench guys come out and play well. So fantastic. All That's right. going to be now we'll end this pod on usually what I do on my podcast now, I do food corner. And so we have a few things to discuss here. So first of all, um, how do you like your eggs cooked? Scrambled, over easy, Benedict? How do you like your eggs cooked? Ooh, good question. I just yeah. love eggs. We I made fried rice tonight, so that oh, was a, I'm sorry. To scrambled eggs. You don't like fried rice? I don't like I don't like rice at all, no. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I made a good uh, fried rice and, you know, you scrambled the rice. You scrambled the eggs there and that was delicious. Oh, okay. Okay. Usually for uh, a snack, I eat um, avocado toast and I put like okay. an okay. over easy egg on there and have the nice. yolk with that. And that's delicious. Oh, nice. Um, I prefer my eggs on burgers, like, you know, as over easy. But Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but uh, as far as just like eggs by themselves, I like my eggs scrambled mostly yeah with, with, with cheese in them cheese yeah. in them and some bacon some bacon. little bacon bits in there bacon bits sure cheese yeah whatever um all right now what is your favorite flavor in general what steak my favorite flavor <laughs> is steak like, what, like uh, what do you say let me explain um <laughs> Okay, like uh, ice cream and uh, drinks and like, what would you prefer? A flavor, if you have one flavor, like a you know, because my, my, mine's like a strawberry flavor. I like strawberry flavor or orange flavor stuff. Myself. Um. <laughs> so you mean like a flavoring? I guess is what you're saying. I guess flavoring. I guess I sure. Yes. Like a like when you just have like the grape orange. Yeah, strawberry, yeah. cherry, those kind yes, of things. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah. Gosh, all that stuff I kind of hate actually. What's that? I all, all that stuff I kind of hate. Really? I don't. I don't really drink soda, so I don't get. Oh, that. that's true. How about drink water? How about smoothies or ice cream? Smoothies, I go with like a wild berry. When I make my smoothies, I go wild berry. Wild berry, okay. So like a berry flavor, like a blackberry. Okay, that's fine. Um, I prefer either orange or strawberry flavored stuff. That's my top two in the order. All right. Now, what is your favorite flavor of muffins? Mm. Look at these questions. You're not going to have like a muffin attacking another muffin? <laughs> you could have a muffin kill a muffin. If you had to kill someone with a muffin, what would that be? No, I had to. I'm going to go. So I'm going to go with this. I'm a big chocolate person. Yeah. I love chocolate. That's like yes. my, my Achilles heel is chocolate. Mm hmm. So literally, I um, we went to we went roller skating on Halloween. We went to the Patterson World Oh, okay. 
Okay. So we didn't go trick or treat or anything. So I just went across the street to my neighbor's house on Halloween and got some candy there because I need some chocolate. Oh, nice. Um, uh, so I'm going to go a chocolate muffin with chocolate chips in it. And if you want to go oh, yeah, my, yeah. just chocolate chips, I'll do that. But any kind of chocolate muffin is, to, you know, I'll oh, go with that. That's easy. My, my top is the chocolate chips um, muffins are the best. The big ones are the best. But my number two and three are blueberry and banana, banana, banana nut as well are my top three muffins of choice. Mm. For sure. All right. Now, um, do you dip your milkshakes or ice cream? Because <laughs> I do, and it's fantastic. Oh, <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, I used to go to Zips and dip them in the chocolate shakes. Yeah, yeah. when I was a kid. No, I just do tartar sauce now. I'm, I Now I've grown okay. up. I graduated from the, hmm. the steak and shake, uh, dipping fries into it. But Okay. The now I just do tartar sauce. I usually eat my fries with no sauce, just natural. But if it's a shake or ice cream, you're one of them, huh? What's that? I said you're one of them. Yeah, I'm no one of them. No flavor in fries. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, if I do have flavor, I'll have mustard. But that's pretty much it. Yeah. Hmm. Um. All right. Now this is for me as well. Um, is creme brulee underrated? Properly rated or overrated? <laughs> I'm like I'm now I'm like the master of food. Like we're 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 making these decisions now. Yes, yes. If it's over, under, or properly, yeah, properly. Crumble is delicious. I'll go yes. there. Yeah. I would say. Heck, I'll go with it. Let's just well. Let, let me tell you yours, and I'll argue your point. I'm going underrated because people don't have it a lot, but when but when they do have it, it's fantastic, and it doesn't get get a, a lot of buzz for desserts. But I think it should be should be up up the top five at least. So I'm gonna go overrated, then. Okay. Okay. It's it's too expensive. That's it's true. Overpriced. Yeah. It's all it is is cream with it's burnt cream. And I mean, it, you can go get an apple pie and get real cream on it. It's gonna be a lot better. Right. You get more flavor, and it's just a plain. It's a, yeah, it's all it's like kinds a, of same flavor. Like if right. you go like a, like a, a chocolate chip cookie with ice cream on top and chocolate on it, I mean you get tons of flavor in your mouth. Yeah, with the creme brulee, you only get one particular flavor, maybe two if you get the crunch on top, the sugar on there. Um, you only get, but it's only like one or two flavors. True, it's, and it's overly priced. I mean, you go to these restaurants, you'll spend ten to fifteen dollars on it, fifteen bucks, is ridiculous. Yeah. And yeah. you can get like a one of those pies with ice cream or a cookie with ice cream or brownie with ice cream. Oh, I mean, two yeah. things for cheaper usually. I mean, you go to, I've got the onion. Don't they have creme brulee there? Yeah, they do. Yeah. And yeah, you can get do. like yeah. a whole pan of brownie with a whole gallon oh. of ice cream on top and chocolate for cheaper yeah. price and get the creme brulee there. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm going to go over. Overrated. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, speaking of steak earlier, this is from Joe. Um, probably for you, but he, he says, uh, "Well done steak is a wasted steak." What is the way you eat your steak? So I, so we're just talking about what I made tonight. I already told you I made fried rice and I made yeah. a, a a round steak. Okay, that's, that's good. Round. and it um came out perfect. Did a Mike Traeger, awesome. Oh, nice. Take a drill. But how you do it? This is yeah. how you do it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. 
I had to do mine a little bit different for my wife and kids. They don't like how I do, but if I was going to make it just for me, yeah, this is what you do. You turn the so you put your seasoning on it. Let us you know sit, do all that kind of fun stuff. You yeah. heat the grill up till about three seventy five, four hundred between there. Mm-hmm. Throw it on one side for about five minutes. Flip it over. Throw it on the other side for about two minutes just to harden the second side. That's all you're doing. Okay. And you pull it off. And then when you cut it, then you cut in that thing and let the blood just drip onto your mashed potatoes <laughs> and on your sauce. And it's delicious. Yeah. You have to go rare. I go I go rare when I go to restaurants. Yeah, me too. And then I've gotten like them like medium rare. And I'm like, no, no, no. I mean, I'm serious. Like put it on one side, flip it over, put it on the other side and give it to me. Like there if it's not go. mooing, I don't want it. Your friend's exactly right. If it's if you're if it's a well done, well, who eats their steak well done? That's not even human. Crazy folks, I guess. That's, that's just crazy. Go buy a hamburger or something stupid. Um, also, with steak is a must. Don't with steak is do not eat a steak with steak sauce. That is that's number one. Do not do that. That's that's sacrilegious for me. Unless you're unless you're getting a well done steak, and then you need True, steak and sauce. Add some flavor, add some flavor to it. <laughs> you need to do something to it. Yeah, no, exactly. the blood, the blood should be like the seasoning you put on top of it and juice it up. Yeah, it just means it wasn't a very good steak. The seasoning yeah, wasn't mean, right on it, or they didn't cook it. They cooked it too hard. Yeah, well, that's the only time you need it. Yeah, well, for me, I I normally get my steak medium rare. Usually, as I usually go to medium rare, is what I usually go to. That's for me, though. All right, now these are from Ryan Lund. So hold on, hold on. Before you get off that one, so when you go to Red, so when you go to Red Robin and they come and they ask you, "How do you want your steak?" What do you say? I don't order steak at Red Robin. I order hamburger. I mean, I'm sorry, your hamburger. Your hamburger. Sorry, my bad. I don't. No, they they just make it for me. I think. So. They they usually ask you like you, I go there I get the royal burger I get the egg yeah. on top full circle here and then they say how do you want your your hamburger cooked yeah they don't ask I you say, that when you there I say I say whatever you want you know whatever's fine as long as it's not, it's not oh, it's see the same rare. thing I go I go yeah. rare and they're like you know it's probably a little bloody they're like well, that's why I want it well bloody yeah I don't yeah. I I don't care as long as, long as I don't get any poisoning I'm I'm all, I'm all good so <laughs> with that okay. This is from Ryan Lund from our high school days as well. He asked, What's up, Ryan? Ryan Lundy. There you go. Is he the new Ryan or old Ryan? This is is not the Ryan, but the other Ryan. New Ryan, I guess. New, new Ryan. The new Uh, Ryan. (laughs) You can get nicknames for these people. Exactly, exactly. All right. Question number one. I'm sorry. This is actually from Joe still. Sorry. This one's from Joe still. Um, Nothing from. Yeah. Nothing from Let's Go, Brandon. (laughs) <laughs> no we haven't got, got anything from him um, okay. recently sad. Uh, yeah. sad it is sad um, but uh, Joe asks what was a food that you thought sounded disgusting until you tried it and you thought it was fantastic oh, so you, you should tell me these questions ahead of time I just want to open the yeah. open the curtain for everyone these questions are getting, just getting thrown at us we don't get to dis- we don't get to <laughs> We don't get to think about these and ponder them. I have to like think about them on the spot. Right. Food that I thought was going to be disgusting and try. Yeah, that's kind of different for me. I love food. I'm a, yeah. I love eating. I usually don't turn anything down. I'll try anything. Right. So I have to go back to like my kid days. Yeah. But. Oh, no, 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 no. I do. I have it. I have it. A spaghetti squash. Somebody oh, gave me a spaghetti. 
spaghetti squash because they're like, I don't eat real noodles because gluten or whatever. Okay. But I have a spaghetti squash. And I was like, well, that doesn't sound good. Like, I can't be delicious. And right. he brought a spaghetti squash to me. I cooked it up and had yeah. it. And it tastes just like noodles. Just Interesting. like Wow. Yeah, I was really shocked. So I'll go with that. And I, I had tons of it. It was delicious. Okay. So I'll go spaghetti squash is what I'll say. All right. Well, for me, it's easy for me. It was potato, potato salad for me because um, it smelled kind of gross, but I love it. everything that's in that actually. So I tried it and actually it was really good. So I love potato salad now. As a kid, though, I had three up one time eating it, though. That's probably why I didn't like it for a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have a bad, yeah, that takes a while. But then I had it again, like, years later, then I was like, oh, this is, this is fantastic stuff. So now I like it a lot. Yeah, a good potato salad is delicious. Oh, so good. Delicious. Yeah. All right. Now, now these are from Ryan Lund now. Close, close it out now. All right. So he says, in honor, Bring it home. Bring it home. Bring it home, baby. All right. Now, in honor of Halloween, uh, what food makes the best costume? He gives you uh, four options, a banana, hot dog, pickle, or bacon strip. <laughs> makes the best costume? Yeah, makes the best, like, the, would you dress up as a banana, a hot dog, a pickle, or a bacon strip for Halloween? I think those are all awesome. I'd pick any of those. Oh, wow. Are we, are we ranking them, or are we just got to pick our top no, one? Pick one you want to dress up as. Like a, it won't be like a real one. It's like a fake bacon or a fake banana or a fake hot dog. Yeah. I'll go because bacon's a little overrated. I think everyone's going to pick bacon. Ooh. So I'll go. I'll go hot dog. That's me too. I think That's right. I could be a crazy hot dog walking around. Yeah, because my my thing is with hot, I chose hot dog as well because I think the hot dog costume will give you more room to like move around your arms and your feet and stuff i think bananas like kind of kind of tight same with the pickle and i'll same with the biggest of also i think hot dog has it's bigger and i think it has more option to, to move around than i think you went you went deep on that one i was just thinking the funniest of it <laughs> i did i did i did <laughs> all right now to close it out here um uh what are your from also ryan uh, this is also a good one as well actually Makes you think actually too. Um, what what are your favorite food? Favorite food that you eat less than twice a year? Favorite food that you eat twice? I don't think it's my favorite food, but I'm only eating twice a year. Yeah. I'll give you my mine first. Actually, it's pretty. I'll easy. go with yeah. creme brulee and go creme brulee. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, for me, it's easy for me. Um, my answer is pumpkin pie, you eat it like twice a year. So um, it's fantastic stuff, but you know, I love love it. And Ryan said, uh, Little Smokies is his favorite, uh, rare occasion he has less than twice a year, is Little Smokies, they're barbecued, so. That's good, I, I feel like I have Little Smokies more than twice a year though, because you always like uh, have barbecues and there are like potlucks and stuff. Oh yeah. I feel like I downed those. And I've already had pumpkin pie more than twice this year. Oh, okay. So I'm already ahead of the game in all these. Apparently, well, I, I have like, more I than most people. Thanksgiving and Christmas, basically, is what I have pumpkin pie at. So. We bought some at uh, Green Bluff this last oh. couple weeks ago. So nice. we've been eating okay. it already. We're ahead of. <laughs> Lucky bastard. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's the podcast. Well, 
So coming that's up, it. That's yeah, already that's done. It. That's, that's it. We'll part two tomorrow with Ryan. Yeah, this is uh, part one. But thanks for coming on. We'll talk to you next are week you, then. Are you do? Are you in the commercial? Uh, no. There's sponsorship. No. This 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 uh podcast is brought to you by Creme Brulee. Creme Brulee. <laughs> And hot dog costumes. And hot dog costumes when you, everywhere. When you need a hot dog costume, come to the hot dog costume store. <laughs> All right, exactly. All right, well, talk to you later and have a good day. All right, day. thanks, Oz. Yeah, see ya. Bye. 73 Part 2, All You Tell Us All Podcast. Welcome back, Brian, on the podcast this morning. Thanks for having me, Oz. Not a problem, not a problem. So, Last night, we talked to John about GU and some other stuff, so now it's your turn to the same as well. Um, just the Zags opened up the uh, action last Sunday against uh, um, Eastern Oregon for exhibition game, winning 115-62. What were your thoughts on the first time since Zags in action this season? Oh, man, I loved it. Uh, you know, I mean, Chet Holmgren was uh, as advertised. You know, I mean, yeah. just how quick he can grab the rebound and go coast-to-coast on the floor and – make a shot or just go to the go to the rim it's insane it's cool thing i've seen yeah um and uh you know strother he's elevated his game entirely like he was pretty decent last year but man he's a whole nother level this year which i'm not really surprised we all knew he probably would do that um uh salas as advertised he he did great he was solid off the bench yeah and then uh pickman did good he had some uh i think he had quite a few assists and yep Played defense really well, and uh, Bolton, of course, how fast he got up and down the floor. That guy's a little roadrunner. I mean, just how fast he uh, – I was impressed with his game and his leadership and the way he played. So, yeah, I think was, this year's team's going to be offensively probably not the same like last year, but defensively a whole different level. Oh, yeah, I agree. And that, which is what we – the team, which is what the team needs to get yeah. to the – to win it all, that defense, and that's what they got now. Exactly. Like really smooth and is gonna be a problem this year with the game high eighteen yeah. points and game high nine boards. Thoughts on his performance overall for Strother? I mean, yeah, they're that's just another guy that teams have to worry about, you know. And I think what's gonna happen eventually, especially if he's playing the way he's playing, if he keeps doing what he's doing, mm-hmm. they're gonna double him and then who else are they who are they gonna double after that? Nobody. Because Timmy's right. going to be down low. Home run's going to be either at the perimeter or he's going to be okay. down low. <laughs> yeah. And you got other shooters on the team. I mean, it's just going to be yeah. – who do you who do you guard is the question with this team. And Strother is just adding another element yeah, uh, to awesome this team. To oh, man, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, I can't wait for tonight's game is LC State. Can't wait for that one as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to um, be another one of those tune-ups. <laughs> exactly. Um, now, don't forget about Chet Holmgren now who poured in – 17 points, five six shooting, including a three point mm-hmm. deep center three. What did you make of his debut as well? Yeah, he, oh man. Did you see that play where he uh, grabbed the rebound, threw it one handed down to, uh, oh, was, was, was it Hickman or Bolton? I can't remember. But yeah, man, he just Bolton, launched yeah. that thing. I was like, Jalen Suggs vibes right there. I was like, God damn. Yeah. I was like, that is beautiful. That was a beautiful play. And I mean, yeah. we all knew how good he's going to be. We all knew it. I mean, there's no way he was going to be yeah. what he wasn't going to be, you know. And I was – yeah, he just played great. He shot three confidently. He uh, – I mean, who's – anybody on the Eastern Oregon team, there's nobody going to guard him. <laughs> <laughs> he could beat them by himself. I mean, it was just – it's it's insane. Exactly. It's, it was, yeah. And freshman Kaden Perry 
points, including one sick dunk. Thoughts on his performance? Oh man, yeah. I, I, I mean, I've seen some of his highlights, but I never got to actually sit there and watch him play. And, and man, like he had—he's uh, got Brandon Clark vibes on him, man. He's mm. very bouncy, very tall and lengthy. He can block. He can rebound. He can get in there. He's not afraid to contest shots. He's not afraid to. You know, take it to the rim, draw foul, I mean, whatever he's got to do, he's he's fearless. You know, and that's what I like about him. He's going to be a key player off the bench, 100%. One of the most important players off the bench. In this I position. hope so, because I, I think Me that too. Ben Greg and have probably split time oh. off the bench, depending Greg, on who, who we play. Yeah. Right, and Greg was amazing too, man, hitting threes yeah. and playing. You see the difference, though, because last year, you know, obviously oh, yeah. he came in the middle of the season, and, you know, you see that – his confidence wasn't there yet, but now you see his confidence is there. You yeah. know, they worked with him, obviously, so he's getting more confident. He's got another year or so before I think he's really there, but, man, yeah. he's going to he's gonna be an important piece this year, I think. Exactly. You know, as well, so. Drew Timmy didn't play that much, but 10 points, three blocks, that's on his game as well. I ain't worried about Timmy. He's solid, man. <laughs> I ain't worried about him at all. You knew he's going to drop 10 yeah. points or more. I mean, that's just yeah. who he is, man. He – and if you you could tell he he kind of bulked up a little bit and yep. uh, he footwork's even better than it was last year, uh, which is scary. Um, yeah, I think he's more confident in his shot now. It seems like like he's shooting. Mm-hmm. I think he's attempting more. I think I would like to see him attempt more th- mid range and threes, but he's well, we don't yeah. need threes though. But mid range would be better for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean threes here and there. I want to see how he. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go, ahead. go. I think he's open, though. Yeah, definitely. That he's open. Definitely down three. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But no. I mean, yeah. The, Holmgren and Timmy are the anchors for this team. It's going to be oh, fun. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and then finally, for the stats wise, uh, both yeah. Andrew Nemhard and Hunter Solis both had eleven points. Andrew had four steals, and finally Nolan Hickman had guys with four assists. Thoughts on those three guys' performance as well. Sorry, Nemhard. He. Uh... Yeah, he's more confident on defense this year for sure. Yeah. I mean, man, last year he wasn't playing much defense. He was playing some, but not like he is now. I mean, that, the, oh, yeah. the way he played that, I mean, it's just an exhibition, like you said. You know, we talked about Grand Assault yeah. kind of stuff, but right. um, he's playing more confident this year, more hungry this year. He knows he knows what they – they all know what they want to do this year is, is revenge, you know, and yeah. want to win it all this time. So, um, yeah, his – I mean, he's got to get his – it's his first game, so he wasn't shooting very well. But he was, yeah, he's playing good defense, getting the passes out, and doing what he needs to do. So I like what he did. Um, yeah, Hickman, I like him. I like what he's doing. Solid. Oh, yeah. I mean, defensively, his handles are nasty too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's uh, he's as advertised too. He's he's definitely going to be solid, and he's going to be yeah, next year. He obviously. Oh, good, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, for next year. Yeah, yeah, for next year. I don't know. I don't. I think he'll stay another year, me yeah, personally. I but I he's not going to be NBA. Two, years, two more years, I think. I think about it with him and Salas and uh, you know if, if Perry and Greg and if uh, I mean obviously Holmgren's gone, Timmy will mm-hmm. be gone. But you got we got solid guys for next year too. So I mean, this is who's coming in as well. Yeah, so. we got a four star recruit. I forgot his name already, but Mr. Black. But, no, no, not him. No, he's uh, we got he's in our top. I think he's on his top five now. We're in there, but yeah, yeah. I've heard I've been seeing online rumors about Arkansas being a front runner and stuff. But Arkansas, Ooh, yeah, because he's from there in that area. Oh, okay. I think. 
Okay. Well, I think I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about him entirely, but all right. Well, we'll find out if yeah. he comes here. Then we'll know more about about him, I guess. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now, of course, as you said, can't take too much out of a game that didn't matter. But um, mm-hmm. it's a small time school. But what did you learn about the Zags the time you saw him out there? This, uh, I think, this team has more weapons this year. Like, yeah, they're more more depth. That's the main thing we needed. You know, last year we had some death, but this year, once Dom Harris comes back, oh, mm-hmm. oh my the God. death on this team is already there, but it's going to be even yeah. more dangerous. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, so this team has way more depth this year is what I love. And I love that they're still, they're all playing together. Not one person's ball hogging, not one person's just being all about themselves as always. So yeah. this year it's, yeah, this team is definitely a national title team. We can get it done this exactly. year for sure. Exactly. All right. And also, um, is there anything that Zach can, can, can work on before the year begins next week? Uh, let's see. From what I saw, I think uh, I think shooting can get a little tiny bit better. Like three-point shooting. Oh, yeah. I think that means that they didn't do that great three-point shooting. They did okay. Strother's the yeah. one who really lit it up, but everybody else kind of did meh. They did okay, yeah. but – so that's about the only thing I think they could work on. But other than that, man, solid or all around A pluses are across the board pretty much. Well, for me, so. I think it's every year for us is an issue is issue for us. I think we need to trim that a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Yep. All right. Next is there from Joe Spencer. So I apologize in advance for these questions that he asked. Some are a little off off kilter. Um, first thing he asked <laughs> is should, should Holmgren? What do you think of a in general uh you know i mean it's it's pretty smooth you know i think uh he could i mean again i'm not i mean he's he's a whole nother level but i think he can work on a release a little bit making his release a little bit faster which will come to him i mean yeah well yeah i mean yeah but when he's open man don't leave him open at Mm -hmm. all because that guy will shoot you lights out um yeah i don't see him shooting a whole lot of threes this year i see him more Attacking the paint, yeah. attacking the rim more than anything this yeah. year. Uh, but if you need him to shoot, no. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's got that. Uh, I mean, he's got that KD game. You know, in my opinion, yeah. he's got a little bit of Kristaps uh, shooting the way he shoots. Yeah, um, kind of a slower shot, but um, no, man, he's yeah. I mean, this is a, this kid's a whole nother level. I mean, we all thought Jalen Suggs was the oh, next yeah. coming. I think this guy is. I think honestly, mm. home run's going to be. The same, if not better. I mean, it's just. Oh, okay with that. For I sure. Mean, we've never had a guy who's seven foot one yeah. who can throw a, who can pass a ball like a missile, shoot a three yeah. like a point guard, and dunk, and just not afraid to attack the rim, not afraid of anybody. Yeah. It's, it's it's, yeah. yeah. I mean, those um, are. Yeah. And he also asks, "Do you think that he hold on hold on to the ball too long?" Uh, it's a tough question. I don't think so. But yes, and, a, yes, and no, I would say. Okay, he, um, not he didn't, but yeah. only when he was shooting threes, he did. Like, you'd hold okay. on the ball and hesitate the three, but yeah. that he's that's his game. He's a coast to coast guy, he will grab the ball, he'll rebound, he'll run. He's got such length that he can just run down, no one can catch him. Yeah, like the only person. That could probably pace him is not even in college basketball, and that's Victor Watanabe or whatever the French dude. And if you ever saw oh, him in the World Cup U19s, it's a guy who's extremely lengthy, just as like oh, okay. is, and they went against each other. And 
He held okay. defensively with Holmgren. I mean, Holmgren still got his points. He did what he had oh, to do. Sure. He got it done. They still won, yeah. but that's the only – I mean, in college basketball, it's, I don't see anybody stopping him. He's a freight train. Yeah. Yeah, but – Possibly Pablo so, has a chance, but yeah. – Pablo, yeah. I, I don't that's know. Not, I mean, it's tough because Bancaro's Bancaro's a good – he's a, he's a beast too, man. He's just his, yeah. he's his own player that you can't compare the yeah. two. Right. You know, he's more of a – Slasher, dunker style kind of guy, defensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, but Holmgren, I think he edges him just a wee bit, just a tiny I wee bit. I agree but, with that. Yeah. So Joe asks, I'll ask again, but <laughs> have you seen the DUI video of Mark Few? And if you did, what would what, what you think of it if you saw it? Uh, yeah, I saw it. I, he was obviously wasted. Yeah, right. And that was apparent. He was, I mean, it's not like he was like not complying or anything. Sure. But he, I think he declined the sobriety testing. I think if I remember, if I remember what I saw, I don't think he did. Uh, it. I didn't watch it, so I don't know anything. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I don't. Know. Yeah, yeah. I really but, cared to watch uh, it. So yeah. I, I watched it. I, I didn't care too much about it. Me personally, I mean, yeah, he made a mistake, and yeah, he should be, you know, reprimanded for it, of course. Yep. But um, you know, he was a good coach. He's a good person. We all know that. We all know who what he's about. Oh, yeah. and, you yeah. know, we're all human. And, Oh, for SHIT sure. happens, you know. Yeah, but, uh, you can say shit if you want. Yeah, shit. Okay, shit happens. And, <laughs> you know, people on Twitter want to beat him up and make fun of him. It's like, dude, don't act like yeah. y'all don't make mistakes either in life. So exactly, we're all human for, for sure. Exactly, but he'll be back in a couple more games. Be ready for the Texas game. First Texas, first yes, game back, shockingly. We'll get through uh, Dixie State. They're gonna be our toughest. I'm sure. <laughs> Dixie, my, Dixie State is gonna be the toughest uh, game ever. <laughs> John had this. John actually broke down yesterday on the podcast. The Dickey State's program and their players to watch for. Yeah, yeah, they. Uh, it's I don't it's know. good stuff. I don't know nothing yeah. about Dixie State, but I liked what Michelson did. When the, oh, I want to say one little tidbit is Michelson did a fun yeah. job coaching. Like he really made them. There was no there was no misstep anywhere. Oh yeah, he's, he he's fantastic. Yeah, he's yeah. great. And if he's the one that takes over, I'm all for it. You know, down Absolute, the road. Absolutely. So. All right, now also Joe asks, um, what are your top three games to watch this season for for Gonzaga for GU? Uh, oh, I love this one. Um, yeah. Duke is the number one because Duke fans are talking okay. smack. They think they're going to be blah blah blah. <laughs> of course. Uh, Duke, Texas is intriguing because they're playing here and they got all those transfers that are really good. So I want to see how Gonzaga fares against veteran players. Mm-hmm. Um, and then UCLA, because I think yeah, uh, I, I we're, we're going to yeah. beat them again. You, the thing yeah. with UCLA is they're they're hyping them up so much. You know, it's like, yeah, they you were know. they had the fire run in the tournament. Oh, yeah, they had a good run, but, you know. They barely made the tournament. I know, barely. They were a first yeah. four team. They just got hot at the right time. Yep. Just yeah. because they got hot the right time, got the final four, doesn't mean they're going to be this year's top five team. They're going to be the exactly. You know, exactly. I mean, they could just fall from grace and be back out of the top twenty-five again, like they were. I'm the not whole behind their height this year. I don't think, but we'll see. I guess. Yeah, Cronin's uh, doing a good job, and Cronin's a good coach. Can't take oh. that from him. Oh, he does awesome. a fine job. Yeah, but. he is. And and also, I'll say also as the honorable mention for the, for the top four game, three games, but yep. fourth for me is Alabama because we're playing the over yes. on the west west side of the state. First time, yes. in, first time in a long time now, so that's great to see his tied um, also. In that. Alabama's got a good team, man. They got a, I think they're a top – they could easily be a top ten team, top five team this year if they just play right. 
So they got yeah. some damn good players. They got some transfers. They got JD Davidson, who is a top twenty-five recruit. So I mean, he's really good. Yeah. So Nate Oates has got himself a good team, but I think we win that game. But I think it's gonna be close. And and Texas yeah. also good. Texas Tech is also a pretty good team too. Texas yeah, Tech. Playing them down in Phoenix. Down. Yep. Yep. And then I don't know. Texas Tech lost an exit uh, scrimmage game recently to oh, some nobody. They? Yeah. Oh my. They, they lost pretty badly, I guess. Oh damn. But doesn't mean oh. anything. All right, obviously. Now, but. Yeah. Now guess this school. Now this is all from Joe. So Gonzaga okay. is twelve and one against this team since the World War Two. Gonzaga has never lost at home to this team. They play again this year. Name that team. Snap. Um, you're, gonna to, you're really going to make me think about this one, aren't you? Mm. Uh, let me think for a minute. Yeah, let me think here for a minute. Okay. Don't mind. Yeah. I'm going to say, and they play them at home? At home, yeah. At home. It's a non conference game. Non conference game, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say. Washington Huskies. Boom. There you go. Yes, there we go. Okay. <laughs> Think about yeah, it. Hard. Yeah, we don't <laughs> make that you know. Yeah. Oh, All yeah. right. And and I'll, this is a long question from Joe, but here we go. Uh, what are your thoughts about people who say Chet Holmgren is the living embodiment of if he would not be good at basketball if he was not tall? Holmgren's bones are not are going to break when he plays oh. people like Duke and also Holmgren – Chose Gonzaga because he can play majority weak teams. Holmgren has the weak mentality like sucks. <laughs> such a that's the biggest bullshit line I've ever yeah, heard. It's such yeah. a bullshit, dude. You know, thing, yeah. here's the thing with Holmgren. Yeah. Yes, he's tall and lanky. The dude has bulked up a little bit. Yeah. He ain't gonna break no fucking bones. He's yeah. <laughs> most guys that are that skinny are very, very uh, flexible. Yeah. So their bones are. aren't gonna sit there and break and. The whole non the the non the whole conference thing needs to go. That's just a bunch of bull crap now. Yeah, you know, it's like I, I agree. Okay, if if Gonzaga was playing such a bad conference, how the hell are they making national title games? If they're playing <laughs> JV high school, middle school yeah. teams is what they people say. Right. It's like guess what? These games help tune them up for the tournament. In my opinion, yep. Yep. you know they're playing nobodies, but I would rather play the non conference schedule brutal. Yeah, and then have a little break and play some of the easy teams, then sit yeah. there and be in the Big Ten and playing gauntlets every night. Because exactly. look at exactly. look at look at Illinois last year. Look at Ohio State last year. Where the mm-hmm. they were the oh they're gonna win the national title. Michigan's gonna win the national title. Michigan's way better than Gonzaga. Well, how yeah. far did Michigan get? How far did Illinois get? How far did Ohio State get? Exactly. Who did they lose to? They lost to mid-major schools and small conferences. Yeah. Well, Ohio State did, and they were annoyed. I don't think they did, but no, they got beat by Loyal Chicago, right? Yeah, <laughs> they're a good team, though. But so still, I mean, come yeah. on, yeah, yeah, the that's Missouri cool. Valley schools. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, People want to dog yeah. on Gonzaga, but your teams are out there losing to these mid-major schools. Yeah, you can Gonzaga is dominating. <laughs> you you can have a great school in this moment. Doesn't matter. I mean, right. it happens all the time. He, so it's called jealousy. It's really jealousy. Really they're yeah. jealous that they're not their schools aren't getting these top recruits, yeah. aren't dominating their conference, aren't doing the things. Could Gonzaga benefit down the road from a different conference, maybe? Money yeah. wise, make more money. But who's gonna give them that? Exactly. Mountain West Mountain West has got two, three, maybe two or three good teams, maybe. Yeah. 
Um, what San Diego State, Colorado State, and Nevada Oregon. are probably their best teams. Oregon. And the Pac-12. Well, Oregon's Pac-12, right? Oh, Pac-12. I'm sorry, West Coast. I, think pa- I was West talking West about the Mountain West. Oh, yeah. Mountain West. Oh, yeah. But then you got Pac-12, which doesn't want small charter schools, small right. Catholic schools in there, and no football team. because it's really good. They should. Gonzaga would bring them a lot of money. Oh, they sure would. That's yeah. the thing. And we'd have a rivalry. With Coug- we'd play the Cougars. You know, have year, you seen the Washington State fans talking smack to the Gonzaga fans? It's hilarious. Even they don't have yeah. any room for that. Because you guys are afraid to play us them. in Pullman? Like, dude, we're not – we would smoke we your team. We don't need to play you at all. <laughs> we don't. So. There's no benefit at all. Exactly. exactly. So all right. Now, yeah. uh, Joe also says this. Uh, he says, imagine taking this stance in all their college sports solely because of conference affiliation, not because of, of their things on the field or on the ice. So he says, Gonzaga would be – to NIT every year. Um, Cal State would be out of the College World Series. And North Dakota State would be out of the present four. Your thoughts on, on that, if that happened? So if these schools left their conferences? Based on, on their W, based on, on their, they playing small conferences, right. they, they, they'd be like out, out of Oh, so like if like uh, North Dakota State left their conference, they'd pretty much start sucking. What would they go to they would be a lot, 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 lot to go to their basically their um, tournaments and so forth. So what you're saying, basically, because yeah. they won't make it because they're so so, so small on the on the football, you know. Well, and that's the thing with these big conferences, you know, a lot of the small. I mean, look at Washington State's a prime example. Washington yeah. State is not a big campus. Have you? No, if you've been there, it's not. I, big. I've been it's, there one time. Yeah. Gonzaga is almost the same, like barely barely smaller than Washington mm-hmm. State University. And they got a, and their stadium is like 40,000 people. Both <laughs> stadiums in the Pac 12 are like 80,000, 60 80, to 80,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, I mean, if, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough question because I mean, North Dakota State, they beat division schools. They've proven that they're yeah. a good program, you know, in football exactly. and stuff. Exactly. They, I mean, they're going to the Big 12 and meeting Kansas State and all these schools that should be plowing them. For sure. Yeah. And uh, all right. Now, yeah. uh, also, he says Gonzaga is ranked number one in the people again. Um, but can the Bulldogs shed the underachiever label? Question mark. Of course they can. Yeah. Why can't they? They've already done it. <laughs> they're not under. <laughs> they're not an underachieving. Pro- Here's the thing that most people do not understand about Gonzaga at all. Yeah. yeah. Is that Gonzaga almost shuttered their freaking basketball program? They yeah. are losing. They. If they didn't make the tournament that year, that for the year in '98, they would have shut that program fucking down. Yeah, that that elevated Gonzaga, and look what they've done from there up until now. Yeah, it's it's not underachieving. It's the greatest collegiate sports story in history. Maybe one of the greatest sports stories ever in anything. Yeah, like I mean, people say, who? like uh, Gonzaga, they make it every year, but they can't win the the big one. But they make two Final Fours. You know they. They may, I mean, they dominate the West Coast. I mean, on of anything. So they're they're an amazing school. They're a they're a national powerhouse. So I'm not sure what people say if they underachieve because they haven't won the big game yet. So they're the best team in the country. I know. It's proven. Yeah, they don't yeah. win the national title. Yeah, we ran into Baylor. Baylor's a goddamn buzzsaw. I mean, defensively, was, yeah. they were a defensive buzzsaw. They yeah. were already tired from the overtime game. Baylor yeah. whooped up on Houston like it was nothing. They spanked yeah. them like a little, you know, they spanked them. Ragdoll. They had all yeah. that rest. Gonzaga didn't get that rest. 
Gonzaga yeah. went in tired. Yeah, exactly. You know? I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. that's just no. They've highly overachieved. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, this uh, one's a tough one to answer, though. This one's a tough one to answer. Is uh, Mark? He also asked. Mark, who has produced some ten different All Americans in, in the time of Gonzaga? Yeah, Dan Dickel, Blake Steph, Adam Morrison, Kelly Olnick, Kyle Wilcher. Mm-hmm. Not William Williams, Goss, Hachimura, Regan Hachimura, Dylan Suck, Chris yep. Burton, Timmy. Who is your favorite of all those guys? <sighs> I really should pick one. Yeah. Uh, sucks. Um, my favorite out of all of them yeah. for me is Nigel Williams, Goss. Oh, wow. Nice. Because the leadership he showed, he showed in 2017 in the way yeah. he played, he played with such tenacity. Yeah. That um, and he led the team to a national title game. I mean, think about yeah. that. I mean, he did something that ain't no other the All Americans have done. He did that. Besides Timmy yeah. now, obviously, but at that yeah. moment, and Suggs, yeah, uh, and yeah. Suggs, yeah. But at that yeah. moment, he was the only one to do it. Adam yeah. Morrison didn't do yeah. it. You know, Adam Morrison probably the greatest All American the Gonzaga's had, but oh, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't get that far. No, he didn't. That's, the, that's um, the big difference. Yeah, and, and so, he had a less talented yeah. team too. But yeah. Absolutely, he did. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. Uh, but yeah, my yeah, me, me, me and John went because that, that year he had yeah. with 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 yeah. uh, Reddick back and forth all year long. The staff that was so, fun. Was but by, by number yeah, for me is Dan Dick. Number two is for me is Dan Dick. for me. Yeah, okay. yeah. My number two is probably Morrison and then Dan Dick. I mean, yeah, yeah. Dan yeah. Dan Dicko was a game changer too, though. I mean, he helped oh, elevate yeah. the program even more to work at that moment in that time. Yeah. I mean, and then he, he set helped. the hair trend that guns I got too going forward. Yeah, dude, you sure did. <laughs> Hell yeah, he made that look cool, man. A lot of people are doing that. Um, I look at all Americans in the that question as just like who had the best leadership. I mean, Adam yeah. Morrison was a great player, don't get me wrong, but he yeah. shot the ball a lot. A lot of guys, yeah. the other guys didn't shoot as much, but he, I don't know, I just felt like. Leadership wise, it's, I would say Goss, but okay, I go with the, the play on the court, but um, yeah, no worries there. And his, the last thing that he has for for you, question he has is a uh, you know, fan Bozing who uh, who's six, yeah, uh, with the NBA League's G League at night. Your thoughts on that move, yeah. you know, I mean. You got to do what's best for yourself. I understand yeah. that. I'm not going to be a selfish fan and be like, "Oh, that son of a gun! Why didn't he just stay with Gonzaga?" What? Yeah, I'm not going to do that. He's got to do what's best for him and his family, and what's best for yeah. his career. And you know, yeah, the G League presents him a lot of money. Yeah, you know, okay. point time. The problem, yeah. right? The problem with the G League is so new. Who has really come out of it that's really stuck out? Right. Besides Jalen Green, he's like Jaylen the only Green. one. I think yeah, so. The, yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, last night he kicked some ass last night oh, did um, he? against the Lakers. Yeah, he had 24 points and dunked all over. Oh, wow. I mean, he was playing awesome. He's kind of struggled, but doesn't yeah. every rookie struggle? Um, yeah, yeah. But there's just not any proven one person that's made me feel like G League's size of money is that it's the right way to go development-wise. College exactly. is the way to go development-wise. Right. This one is <laughs> so. from, um, from myself this time. This is it. Yep. Now, now I go do some NBA questions here. Um, yep. All right. Now, what is your take on the whole Ben Simmons drama down in Philadelphia this year? Uh, you know, the main thing there 
it's him be he's being a distraction. You know, I mean, I'm not. I know, you yeah. know he does have mental health issues. I'm not going to down him for that. Right. But right. He's ex- not accepting their help. He's causing scenes. Yeah. He's making drama. It's like, dude, just stop and just. You're on a contract. Your job is to go play because you're under contractual agreement with the organization. Your job is to do what they ask you. Yeah. You still need to play. You know. Um, right. But I think they need a. You can't trade him now. Deadline's over, I think. But no, it's not. Need... Oh, it's not still going. Okay. Well, the season just began like two weeks ago. So. Oh, okay. I thought I was thinking about trade deadline. I'm thinking of something else. And, I think. And, and, but. They... Oh, that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. My bad. I'm mixing them up. Yeah. Um, but, they need to my, find a, someone to trade. My my take is Ben Simmons. He's fine. I don't think mental issues are, are an issue with him. I, I think it's just he's want to play yeah. for the foot up anymore. That's my that's my thing. So. Yeah. I don't know if it's like a whole stuff. Oh, I, I have mental issues, so I can't play for this team. If I play, oh, I can play similar, and I'll be fine. So right. And, and last year, you know, playoffs when you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, dude. And Mori comes out saying, "I'm five years to, to get this thing done." So it's like it's a whole backstory. GM, it's like, oh, it's a whole mess down there in Philadelphia. Yeah, he's holding the organization back. That's what Simmons is doing. He's holding them back. They need to yeah. trade him. They need to find a trade partner, and they need to get some equity and stuff out of it. Yeah. And some players that are going to come in and help veteran leadership. I mean, draft picks get something for him. Yeah. And uh, move on. And... Exactly. Exactly. I'm not, I'm not with them anymore. So I'm happy that that's not happening anymore. So absolutely. Yeah. Now, um, so this is from Matt, Matt Green. He goes, are the Bulls and Warriors for real or a flash in the pan? He says, he says, I say for real for both. He says. Repeat it one more time. I didn't quite hear you. The connection went kind of um, fuzzy. Are, are the Bulls and Warriors for real this year or a flash in the pan? <sighs> yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Uh, I would – I think the Bulls – the reason the Warriors are good because of Curry. Curry's just playing lights out every night. Right. Um, so, I think the Bulls are probably more solid because they have more depth mm-hmm. with them. So, I think the Bulls are probably more of a contender than the Warriors right now. Yeah. early in the season but you know that can change but yeah i think the bulls i haven't seen the played all this year but the bulls they might be for real who knows but warriors i think that they're for real too because they're they're well coached except curry they have a good team and they, they don't don't even have clay yet clay yet so we'll see i guess how that one goes yeah i agree yeah and now these last two are from joe so um he says Carmelo anthony played with Kenyon Martin on the Nuggets and the Knicks. Now, last night, night now, what about Kenyon Martin Jr.? Is that a cool sports moment right there? Uh, I don't think he thought anything too much of it, but I'm sure it makes him feel a little bit old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, damn, yeah. now I'm playing against your dad. Now I'm playing against you. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. And, uh, and lastly, he asked, and a little ball has as, as many 30 point can he average 20, 20 points this season yeah well mellow balls really surprised me even last year he surprised me i thought he was gonna i know be, i thought he'd be an okay player i think he's gonna be where he's yeah. at man i mean he's right now man he's just playing lights out um i think he could he, he could keep it up he's solid man i think he's proven himself at this point yeah um to be a legit player and be a solid Long career NBA player. I think he can be an all star easy. He's great for a bad team, so that's something to also taken as well. But 
Exactly. He's he's the reason they're playing good. Yeah, that's that's true. He's their leader. <laughs> yep. All right, now before we get to the corner, um, just some thoughts going into um, LC State and Dixie and Dixie next next couple games here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> LC State, we're just gonna see more of what you know, some minutes for you know, you know, let starters play a little bit, get the other mid tier guys in there, and then let the rest of the bench get the garbage yep. minutes. Um, I think we'll see more of the same, you know, what we saw against uh, Eastern Oregon. Yeah. And then Dixie State. I mean, though, Dixie State's always going to be a little bit of a step up, but they're, yeah. they don't have a chance in the world either. I mean, it's going to be some more <laughs> of the same thing. Yeah. So that's just the way I look at it. But I agree. I agree. All right. Now we go to foot quarter in the podcast. You've got a lot of things to cover here. So these are for me. So, um, first of all, how do you execute? Scrambled. Oh yeah, yeah. Same here. I like to scramble every every other podcast. Said the same thing too. So it's, I, I would say. Now, uh, your favorite flavor, as far as like, in general, as far as like for juices, pops, ice cream, whatever you have. What's your favorite? Uh, let's see. It's like one of you, like just a favorite flavor of each thing. No, like like. Uh, so I'll, I'll say for for me, example. If I like uh, milkshakes or ice cream or um, juice, I'll, I'll go with like orange juice, orange all across the board or strawberry across the board for those, you know. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Um, yeah. I would say out of everything, mm-hmm. I'm going to say strawberry. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a solid choice up there. Yeah. I love strawberries for sure. Um, all right. This is a tough one here, possibly. Uh, what is your favorite? flavor of muffin oh that's easy poppy seed Woo! off the board okay yes sir <laughs> good that's good but everyone pretty much was split between these two last night was chocolate chip muffin favorite and blueberry are the, are the, are the, were the top two discussed last night so yeah those are damn good too <laughs> and, and for me a bronze medal for me would be Banana, banana bread as well. Banana, banana nut is also a good flavor too. That is, yeah, wow. absolutely. Yep, exactly. Now, um, now, do you dip your fries in milkshakes or ice cream at all? Oh, you better believe it. Absolutely. Jack in the box fries with a milkshake. Can't yeah. go wrong. Dip, dip it in there, huh? Oh, you got <laughs> two at a time. <laughs> yes. <In there. laughs> yeah. Everyone in the podcast last night said they do, but Brad said. Hell no, that's disgusting. Why would you do that? I was like, oh, it's fantastic. That's why. So, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so the last thing I have for, for myself, I have people from Joe and, uh, and from my friend Ryan Lund also. But this one is for me. Um, is creme brulee underrated, properly rated, or overrated? I'd say underrated. Underrated? Oh, yeah. You still there, Ozzy? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm here, yeah. No. Okay. Well, yeah, I heard you there. Um, yeah, I, I have. I think it's probably rated for me myself. But uh, right, this is from Joe. Oh. Are you there? Sorry, I lost you. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I said uh, this, underrated. This oh, sorry. Uh, I, I heard you. Underrated. Yeah. Okay. All right. I agree with there. Um, and also, this is from Joe. Now, um, a well done, a well done is a wasted steak. What is the way you like eat your steak? Uh, me medium rare. 
Yeah. Same as well. Um, all right. So now this is also from Joe. Um, what was the food that you thought sounded disgusting, but then after you tried it, you said it was pretty good? Sushi. Sushi. Okay. Yeah. I never had it before, so I can't really say, but that's, I feel the same way on that one. But for me, it's salad. That actually is, is one I, I, I do not like, but I like it now. So, and I this is the last so I have for you. This is from our friend Ryan Lund. Um, mm-hmm. In honor of Halloween, what food makes the best costume? Either banana, hot dog, pickle, or bacon strip. I'm gonna say bacon strip. And why do you? And why, why do you believe that? So who doesn't love bacon? Well, yeah, but um, I think I, I might have overdone it though. But I said hot dog because costume hot dog costume you can like move your hands and feet a lot better i think than bacon strip or pickle or banana i think so it's more it's more uh more i guess more space you can you can do stuff with on the costume there and finally we have what are your favorite foods that you eat less than twice a year favorite foods i eat less than twice a year yeah that's a tough one i think about that (laughs) Well, I think less than twice a year. I'd say one of them would be uh, pho. It's like Vietnamese soup. Oh, I never had it before. Okay. Yeah, it's so good. Um, that, and then I would say probably lasagna. Lasa- I had lasagna like three times this month. Last month, I think. So um, fantastic stuff. But for me, though, it's easy for me. It's hide and hands down. If you know, like, had for Christmas and Thanksgiving, and then you're good to go, you know? Yep, absolutely. Turkey, after that, maybe one more would be turkey also. Turkey would be the one I don't eat that often either. Yeah, same here. Except for Thanksgiving as well. Yep. All right, well, that's the podcast. Thanks for coming on, and we'll talk to you guys next week about, about LC State and Dixie State next week. Cool, thanks for having me, Oz. All right, see you later. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.